you're doing really well. If you're new here, my name is Jesse. I am the host of the Renaissance Era podcast, and I am so glad that you are here. If you have yet to subscribe to this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It helps me to continue this little train that could, and I am so excited to be here again with you this week to talk about everything Renaissance Era. That could be your late 20s, your early 30s, anywhere above or below, if you feel like you're making a positive change in your life to be more authentic, you're in the right place. Not a lot has happened to update you on since I recorded my last episode, just because I'm trying to batch record things a little bit. I am in the lead up to the new semester of my graduate program. I have a new teaching year starting. I have meetings on meetings on meetings. I am trying to get my life together I am still on that weight loss journey, which I don't think I've talked about really yet, but I'll get to that in a different episode because today I'm kind of just riffing. I don't have a set plan for this episode. However, I had something happen yesterday and I need to talk about it. I really need to talk about it. So as I've spoken about before, I am in my late 20s and I am reevaluating a bunch of friendships that I have had for a very long time. And as a result, a bunch of smaller acquaintance-like friendships have come into question as well because I met some of these people through some of these friendships I'm evaluating, but also I brought some of these people into friendship groups with some of these people who I'm reevaluating friendships with, and they totally ditched me as a friend and went to this other person. So lovely. I am in the middle of taking a friendship break from somebody. Now, this is likely going to be a friendship breakup, which I will talk about in another episode because I really don't have the time for the friendship breakup conversation today. However, one of these friendships that I'm in, their repeated actions involve other people and have repeatedly involved other people. And a lot of these people were people who started out originally as my friend and not as this other person's friend. Like it's gotten to the point in my relationship with the person who I'm taking the friendship break from that they are labeled in my phone as the collector, which is ominous and slightly horror movie-esque, but it's what she does. She goes into a situation, does not like that you have friends that are not her, collects those friends, and then excludes you from that friend group. I know this because I have had some of these people come back over the years and apologize to me for ghosting me because of things she said. And they've gone into excruciating detail about what this person has said that has made them walk away from me as a friend and lean into a friendship with her. And I have taken several friendship breaks from this person before because they drain the life out of me. I've been friends with them for almost 20 years. Or is it over 20 years? Doesn't matter. I've been friends with this person for a very, very long time. And as a result, 
we always kind of just come back to each other no matter what. And in this case, I've made the decision that this is it. I'm done. We're basically no contact anyways, but I have made the decision that even if this person tried to communicate with me again, I probably just wouldn't answer. Um, And that'll probably cause a shitstorm for me. But you know what? Here we are. It's whatever. Back to the main point of what this is about. This person who started as my friend and then became her friend and then slowly stopped talking to me texted me on Friday morning to find out if I was going to an event on Friday night. I answered honestly and said, no, I'm not going. But if you wanted to do something together, there's this thing going on next weekend. And if you want to come, let me know. And this person never replied at all. And so my brain went into overdrive of like, oh, they probably just forgot or like whatever. They don't want to come. They don't want to tell me, which is whatever. I really don't care. But then I got into the nitty gritty of thinking about it and was like, oh, you know what? The event that this person is talking about, she is hosting. And I was not invited to it. And they figured that I might have just like bought a ticket to come anyways. And this person is checking for this other person if I'm coming when they very well could just like check the list. Like, I don't know. It feels fishy to me. So in honor of this situation, which has made me violently uncomfortable, I thought that today I would talk about taking a friendship break because I think taking a friendship break is the first step into knowing whether or not your friendship is going to recover from whatever has happened or if it's time to let go and have it be a friendship breakup. We're not going to get into actual friendship breakups, but we will get into taking a break. I will make breakups a separate episode. I think there's a couple of reasons that people might decide to take friendship breaks. For me, they boil down to three. Distance and time, growing apart, and blatant disrespect. So distance and time is actually the most common. I mean, there's some people where no matter how far apart you've been, how long it's been you've seen each other, how much time has passed, you will always get back together and be right back on. My best friend Julia and I are like this. No matter how long it has been since we've seen each other, we pick right back up where we left off. We don't even really update each other on our lives because we know. But spending time together is so rare. We'd rather focus on other stuff like really talking to each other and spending time together and having fun together than being like, oh, how are you? What's going on? Who are you dating? Like, it's just a waste of our time. We text each other updates once in a blue moon. Like, I will text her every three months and be like, update on what you've missed. And then she'll respond with one. And then the next time we see each other, we don't have to go through that updating again. Same with me and my friend Phil. Me and my friend Phil see each other probably once every two, three years. Doesn't matter how long it's been. I love him so much. He is like the most wonderful person. We've been friends since junior high. He's got a relationship and a career and a house and he's doing big things and I'm doing what I'm doing. And we make time for each other when we can. And it's great. It's exactly like it was back in the day when we were running around hallways in a high school together. It's perfect. It's the way it should be. But then there's those friends where... With distance and time, you just grow apart and you never talk. 
And I feel that that's a way that a lot of friendships just naturally fall apart. It's not that like you disliked someone or what they did or, you know, that any feelings were hurt. It's just that like you both got busy. It's not like it was your best, best, best friend in the entire world. You got busy and priorities were different and it just kind of fell apart. So I have friends like this where, I mean, I wouldn't call them friends anymore. They're mostly acquaintances where like we're in the same community and if I see them, we're very cordial to each other. We're very polite. We say hi. We kind of catch up, whatever. And then we move on. Most of my friendships that I had that this person I'm taking a break from took over. Most of my friendships with people that that happened with are like that now. The thing with distance and time also is that adult friendships are not like they were when you were in school. In a lot of cases, you have to actively choose your friends. So for example, you could be at different places in your life and you have kids and your friend doesn't or you're in a relationship and your friend isn't or you're single and all of your friends are married with children or they've moved away or you just don't have time to talk. Things like that come up. As an adult, you have to actively choose your friends. The difference between your adult friendships and your childhood friendships come down to exposure. When you are friends, when you're little, when you're a kid, you're together always. You're likely in school together, in extracurriculars together. You live on the same street. Your parents are friends, things like that. You're always around each other. And so you just naturally fall together because you are always around each other. When you're older, you see your friends when you can. Normally, you update each other on the last time you spoke until the time that you're seeing each other again. So there's this leg. You spend all of your time talking to each other about what's happened, what's going on, catching up, filling them in on what's happened in your life since you saw each other last. And then you're not living together. You're sharing what's happened to you verbally since you last spoke, but you're choosing to share. You're not choosing to live actively with your friends. You don't see each other every day. You don't see each other once a week. Sometimes it's you have to see each other once a year. But that's why I've decided to invest in the friendships that feed my soul and feed my energy is because I don't want to share with a lot of the people I was friends with anymore because they drag me down or they don't feed my soul. Now I want to invest in people who actively choose me too. So with distance and time, it could just be that, you know, you've moved away or things aren't good or you don't make time to talk to each other. You're going to let those friendships go. If a friendship means a lot to you, you are going to make the time and effort. Two of my very best friends, one of them lives three hours away from me. The other one lives five hours away from me. Shannon is married with children and lives in a different city And I hardly ever get to see her, but it doesn't mean I love her any less. We talk frequently and I miss her every day and she is the best person. And I will actively choose her over most people. My friend Jordan, who lives in Winnipeg, lives five hours away from me by plane. That's not by car, that's by plane. She's a veterinarian, so she is always busy. She has a gifted soul where she's called to help people and animals And I love her to absolute pieces, but we hardly ever see each other. We try and call each other on the phone. Like when we're driving in our cars, I feel like that's the time where we're like, I should really check in. 
We both have really wonky schedules. I have a lot of meetings and classes and things in the day. She works a lot of nights, so it's about finding the times that we're not going to miss each other. But we both actively make an effort for each other. We actively choose each other over other things, which is still very important. Then there's the growing apart. Growing apart in a friendship is never easy. Growing apart, in my opinion, is the saddest way that a friendship devolves because one of you is going left in a life path and one of you is going right in a life path. Neither of you align. Your interests are no longer aligned. Everything is falling apart because you're just two different people than you were when you met. The friendship that I'm taking a break from currently is like that. We are on two different life paths and I am being held back by the person on the left path when I'm on the right path. This can be really difficult. Part of my reasoning with this is because you are who you hang out with. Again, with that proximity thing, if you are an active person who loves the outdoors and spends most of your weekends camping, the likelihood is is all of your friends or most of your friends are the exact same way. If you are a couch potato who has been on the couch since like 1995 and you don't have many interests outside of your house and your friends call you a nap queen, the likelihood is that your friends are mostly like that. The realization that I've had with growing apart is that the path that I'm on and the friends I'm looking for no longer align with the group of friends I had before. I'm trying to remove myself from that. I think it's important to ask yourself the question, are you spending time with people who lift you up or people who bring you down? This could be physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, relationship-wise with other friends. The group of people that I was spending time with prior to this summer, I feel like really bring me down. They're not moving in the direction that I'm moving. It's at the point where we don't really have shared interests. We have shared values, but that only goes so far. Growing apart can also be that you've moved to different cities and like the contact just stopped because everyone's busy. That happens. Growing apart can be one person has a family with children and they are busy, busy, busy and you're a single gal, which sucks. It really does suck. But you would never ask that person to pick you over their children. You could have a friend who's in a relationship and they People in relationships often choose to spend time with other people in relationships for the relatability of it all. If you're single, it can be difficult. You could also be someone like I find a lot of people in my city are where they have to break off from their friend group because the drinking and the partying becomes way too much. There are so many people who I have seen remove themselves from a friend group because It was heading in a direction that was no longer safe or healthy for them. And I mean, I'm almost 30. And the people who separated themselves from these groups seem to be doing okay now. But the friend groups that are still partying and drinking every day and doing drugs and being horrible, that for them, like it feels really unsafe. So those are some reasons I can see for growing apart. The hardest one for me out of all of these is blatant disrespect because I feel like this is the one that I've been experiencing for 20 plus minus years 
and it's crap. (laughs) It's really horrible. Blatant disrespect is they're your friend, but they don't actually care about you. You value them more than they value you. You're the backup friend. They talk about you behind your back. They're nasty about you to your face and behind your back. They speak of you unkindly, things like that. Blatant disrespect. My personal favorite is when this person who I am not naming, uh, when I would tell them something that I had a background in, they would just brush me off and be like, well, what do you know? It's like, well, that was my job. So I actually do know. I'm not stupid. But if you don't want to take my advice, that's fine. But don't come crying to me when you're behind because you could have taken my advice and moved ahead. It's very specific. However, normally in a normal friendship, your friend will listen to what you have to say. They will internalize it and they will either take your advice or they won't take your advice, but they will be kind about it and they will appreciate that you put something forward. In this case, that's not what's happening at all. My new mantra for dealing with friendships like this is that distance is my response to disrespect. I will say it one more time. Distance is my new response to disrespect. So if you disrespect me or you're nasty, you're unkind, I hear that you've talked about me behind my back, I'm just going to put distance there. We're not going to see each other. You might see me out once in a blue moon, but I'm not going to actively choose your friendship and I'm not going to call you or text you. You can come to me, but if you come to me, we're going to have a conversation and it's not going to be the one you were thinking of. So I no longer react argue or dive into drama, I have chosen to remove myself. And the reason I've chosen this is because people who are not treating you well are not going to treat you better if you work harder for their friendship. You shouldn't have to work hard for somebody's respect and you don't earn being treated well. You should excuse yourself from situations where you are not being treated well. So this is me excusing myself from a situation where I am not being treated well. And I feel like this is the case for a lot of adult female friendships. And like in your 20s, it really comes out because you have like close enough to adult money or adult money. When you actively choose your friendships, you go out and you do things together. Like you go for dinner, you go to the bar or go shopping together. or You travel together and traveling together is a nightmare in your 20s, early 30s. You have to be so specifically careful about who you travel with as a female. I would rather go on a trip with 90% of my male friends and any randoms that they bring along versus a girlfriend. Adult female friendships fall apart frequently, but the common denominator to me is the girl's trip or the friendship trip. I've almost broken up with friends or have broken up with friends over their behavior on girls trips. And (laughs) I mean, the person who I'm talking about is no different. I should have broken up with them friendship wise after our girls trip. It was a nightmare. There was definitely one situation where I absolutely should have broken up with a friend over their behavior on a girls trip. Like we spend a significant amount of time with people on these trips and their behavior can make or break a trip. So like If you're friends with someone and you're an adult, the likelihood is you're seeing each other like once a week or, you know, once a month, something like that. 
and you're not in close proximity to these people. So when they get home, they can be their real selves. But for the amount of time that they're with you, they can just like, you know, put on their public facing front and, you know, act like their public persona. And then when they go home, they can just let it all out and their family gets what's the real them. And when you're on a girl trip, people can't take the mask off. They can't like there's no there's no space unless you've got separate hotel rooms. There's no space. And when they can't take the masks off and they try to keep it up for too long, it'll eventually devolve and break down. And that's where we get these friendship breakdowns. The red flag moments are these mask off moments. Because normally you'd give someone some grace like, oh, they're having a really hard day. Things are really rough right now, whatever. But when you're on these trips, people really show themselves for who they are. In the case of me, on this trip, the person complained the whole time, did not listen to how they should acclimate to a different time zone, and wanted to sleep constantly, could not keep up with basic cultural things. It was a nightmare. And when we got home from this trip, we just all collectively agreed we'd never travel with that person ever again, ever again. Like they were not so great to deal with. And they would go on tirades to their family on the phone when they thought we weren't listening, like a nightmare scenario. So again, these friendship groups will break down if you're on a trip together. But I think the reason that blatant disrespect is so hard for most people to work with is because it's really hard to come back from that. People are very lackadaisical with apologies, and a lot of people aren't willing to admit that they've done something wrong. Like, if I was talking smack about somebody else, and they found out about it, there's one of two things I would do. I would either apologize and say, I was really frustrated that day and I totally agree with you. I should have talked to you about it instead of going to someone else. I am so sorry. What can I do to fix this? Because that's how an apology should, apology should go. Own up to your actions, make amends for it, and then ask how you would be able to move forward. That is the best thing you can do. Basically, if you vent to someone, it's going to get around. The only people who I think you're ever truly safe with is your family. And even then, you know your family, if it's going to get around, you don't talk about it. So again, I would have three main reasons for a friendship breakup. Distance and time, growing apart, or blatant disrespect. And how you decide to take breaks from these friendships depends on which one has happened. So with distance and time, distance and time have made the choice for you. At one point or another, you and this person just stopped talking or stopped seeing each other. And it wasn't because of anything someone else did. It's just you both got caught up in stuff and it was whatever. In that case, it's not so much as a friendship break. It's just like a nice little ending or a nice little pause. It's nothing with drama. It's nothing with hurt feelings or attitudes, anything like that. It's just the way things have crumbled. In the case of growing apart... That can be really tricky to navigate. For me, I start putting distance between myself and that person. Normally, I'll still talk to them, but I won't reach out on my end. And normally, if you're growing apart with someone or there's been blatant disrespect, 
you're the one reaching out to try and keep the friendship going. Just stop. If people aren't willing to give you the time of day, if they want to see you, they should have to reach out to you. So there have been many cases where I've just stopped initiating and they don't respond back. Like in this case of this person who I'm currently taking a break from, which is moving towards a friendship breakup, I just stopped texting them because I was the one initiating everything all the time and I was sick of it because I'm always the backup friend. And now we haven't talked in like two months, probably two months. So with growing apart, the best thing you can do is put some distance, limit how much you see that person, limit texting them to hang out. That includes like Instagram, TikTok. I know we like sending each other silly little videos, but like let it settle. And if you really miss that person, once you've taken this break, I would suggest, you know, texting that person asking them to meet you for a coffee or to come over to your house so that you have a neutral environment and just be like, I needed a little break and here's why. And explain the things with your friendship that have been making you uneasy or made you feel like you were needing to take a break. If they can't handle that, A, they are not mature. And B, it's probably time you found some new friends because you've been honest and you've put everything out on the table And if their reaction to that is volatile or that there's no accountability there. And I mean, you have to take accountability for your own stuff too. But if there's no accountability on their end for things that they've said, done, whatever, it's time to let it go. In the case of blatant disrespect, I've just stopped talking to people cold turkey when this has happened. So in the case of what I'm dealing with now... I had started putting some distance in and not responding to things. And then they sent me a text asking me for a recommendation to somewhere. But they had just Snapchatted me that they were out with other people. So they had obviously had this conversation about something I had told them privately with this other person or group of people. I don't remember if they were with one other person or more than one one person. So they'd taken out of our text messages together something that I would never have shared that they had said with me to anyone else with someone else and then had asked for a recommendation to the place I had gone. And I just was like, nope. And I didn't reply. And I have not heard from this person since. Blatant disrespect begets blatant disrespect. I just cut off all contact. I stopped initiating things. They haven't initiated anything either. So obviously I'm not that important to them. Let it die on its own. It doesn't have to be a big blow up. It doesn't have to be a blowout. It can just die. Now, in the case of me and this person with a friendship breakup, I think it probably at some point would reach ahead because I don't think they or their family know how to let things go, especially when everything has happened on their end. Like I would normally take accountability for my actions. I have committed no actions here. You know, it's just one of those things where I get treated poorly all the time and then this is what happens. Um, It'll blow up eventually, but I will be prepared for it. I would prefer to let it die gracefully 
from a friendship break to a breakup, let it die gracefully. In the case that you can't, come back for my episode on friendship breakups and what to do after they happen. But I think the thing to remember with a friendship break is your silence is a gift. You not talking to someone else gives you time to figure out your feelings about them. And on the inverse, you being quiet gives them time to do one of two things. Either they will reach out to you and be like, hey, haven't heard from you in a while. You okay? What's going on? Whatever. Or they just won't respond. They won't do anything. They're not going to initiate anything. And that tells you everything that you need to know. It tells you everything you need to know. So if you are in a case where you need to take a friendship break because people drag you down and suck the life out of you, take that break. Support your own mental health and take that break. And if you have to escalate it to a friendship breakup, you do what you got to do. You try and do it respectfully. You try and do it kindly but you support yourself in your own mental health. You support what's good for you. You are the number one in your life, not your family, not your partner, not your friends. You have to be there for you because you're the only one looking out for you. It applies to every situation. Do what's best for you and your mental health. If cutting off all contact is the best way for you to manage that, manage it that way. If sitting down and having a conversation with that person about their behavior is the best way to manage it, manage it that way. But in my experience, letting it die kind of works better. Life can be very uncomfortable if it happens in a blowout. If it's going to become a blowout in the end, whatever, but I would let it fizzle if it were up to me. But I would love to hear what everyone else thinks. So again, I have left voice notes open and the Q&A section is open on Spotify if you are listening on Spotify. So let me know what do you think is the best method of taking a break from a friend? How is the best way to do it? How would you do it? As always, you can find me on all forms of social media. It is in the episode notes every single week. I am on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest of all places. And you can connect with me there. And if you're not a social media type, please subscribe to this podcast. It helps me build our community. But that's it for today. So I look forward to seeing you next Thursday. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you take care of yourself and your mental health. See y'all then. Mm-hmm.